You're listening to the Quick and Dirty Midwife Life podcast with midwives Andy and Jen. This podcast contains explicit content and adult language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Hi, welcome back. Action. Here we are. Hi. <laughs> this feels... Andy's back from her trip. A little foreign to be doing this. I'm giddy as fuck. I'm giddy too, but like this kind of feels weird. I feel like we haven't recorded we, in so long. Like we're starting over fresh. We're like virgins yes. again. So. Got that new relationship energy we're on. That new car good. smell. That new, good. <laughs> new studio smell. Pants. In my pants. <sighs> I'll park this thing somewhere. In I Katie's garage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so got that double wide. Got the- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That sounds Whoa. like an insult. <laughs> Katie, we love your butt, okay? <laughs> Okay, welcome back. Well, here we are. Uh, I've got a storytelling shorty topic for you guys. And I'm just waiting with bated breath. I would like to know, well, this one's going to be easy for Richie because he's only attended two births, but... We'll start with Richie. What? Oh, maybe this will be hard for you to answer. I want to know, what was your most favorite birth? Oh, dang. That you've attended. Most favorite? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I can answer this. Yeah, because then you would be it's picking my two favorites. Yeah. <laughs> They're both equally unique. Oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of hard because I'm having a hard time. Like, I Most thought of this today. Favorite. And I, I'm having a hard time, like, choosing between a couple of them. A couple of them. I mean, this is really unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've attended over 700. So I'm sure that there are some that if I were to go back, I'd be like, oh, that one was fucking epic. Mm -hmm. But oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. One of. So I I feel like we need categories like vaginal birth after cesarean is probably one of my very favorite kinds of births to attend. It's very special. Because they're very special. And I mean the ones where the, the birth previous to was the cesarean, right? Because mm-hmm. you're still a VBAC, even if you have multiple vaginal deliveries after a cesarean. But those are extra special sweet. And I would have that category and I would have the super rapid fast category uh, because I feel like those are like really amazing and easy and those babies get out of there real good most of the time. Mm-hmm. And they're really intense, but in a In a different way. kind of yeah. way different way right and then you have the ones where the labors are so fucking long and so fucking hard and then everything's okay and those are like Triumphant. those are dreamy too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're just so thankful once that baby's oh out. <laughs> my god i'm trying to think of the one that i actually cried at recently because i don't cry at them anymore who was that? She's hardened. She's a hardened midwife. Well, I'm just kidding. To, to a point. I mean, when you experience something over and over again, like, do you feel like that too, Richie? Like when, when things are like kind of set on cruise, the experience isn't as exciting. Like, do you, do you have experiences like that? Almost like when your kid starts walking, you're like, fuck yeah. And then sure. they keep walking and you're like, okay, it's just another day. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. 
Um, yeah. Oh, that's life. I think of one that I cried at, the one that I cried at recently. Okay. Well, here's the one that popped into my head that the V-back one, I'll just start with that one. So there was a family that hired me not right away in their pregnancy and they had had two cesarean births and she was a nurse. And I don't know about you, Andy, but I fucking love working for medical professionals. You do. I mean, I just fucking love it. I mean, any they doctor, nurse, <laughs> chiropractor. Oh, they love me. Um, and and to watch them make that choice, which is so different from the culture that they're in all the time, is just magic to watch that transformation. But so this woman decided after her two cesareans, she wanted to come in for a consult and see what's up. And so for me, I have certain criteria for what would make a home birth safe. And it's not like some shit that I made up somewhere, but just based on like statistics and stuff and some criteria that they have to meet. And so if you have, so this particular person had had cesareans for non-repeating reasons. So like her first baby was breech. Her second baby was just an automatic cesarean. And so that tells me that this uterus and body has not been tested. Okay. It's different when you have a cesarean because you've had two babies in a row that would not get out of your pelvis after normal natural labors and Pitocin and epidural and the whole nine yards. That to me is a bad recipe for a home birth trial. So we talk about it and she decides to do it. And to watch her navigate her labor for the first time without any kind of like epidural or whatever uh, was intense. It was fucking intense. And so do you feel like Andy, like the people who have had epidural births and have had no sensation or virtually no sensation during pushing and then suddenly they have the sensation during pushing that it's kind of overwhelming for them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they go, it's different than a primep or someone who's never delivered before. They don't know what to expect. Right. But someone who's already had the experience, like they have in their brain an expectation of what it's going to be like and then to actually feel what it's like to have a baby in your pelvis yep without that that numbing mm-hmm. of the drugs it's a it's a big difference i mean i it had is. that experience for myself because i ended up with an epidural with my first so i didn't actually feel the ring of fire but i felt it with my second and it was i mean i was fine with it but it is a different it's different okay, definitely right. for your brain well, watching her navigate that mm-hmm. was was super intense because she was like, "Oh, this isn't what I signed yeah. up for." <laughs> yeah. Like, too I late, the baby's coming, you know. Uh, and so we did have a little bit of a hiccup. Uh, like the baby wasn't descending really well in the tub, in the labor tub, uh, but the tub helped her with her labor sensations. And so as soon as we got her out onto land, it was like, "Whoa!" And you know, she starts pushing, and she just felt it differently. And she was, anyway, she was able to deliver this gorgeous, gorgeous baby girl. And it was just so sweet to have her, you know, just look at her partner and her mom was there who was also a medical professional and I think was like a NICU specialist at one point in time. And the mother, the mother of the mother had so many fucking questions. I mean, just firing at me left and right and was worried about this and are, are we sure this is safe and all the shit that we navigate usually, Andy, right? Mm-hmm. With like uh, people who know who know a thing or two. And so then to watch all that magic unfold and then to have the whole family go, oh my God, that was fucking awesome. was just really, really great. 
That is great. Yeah. Congrats on that V-back, Mama. Hell yeah. I'm surprised uh, you would want to take that on, being that she had two cesareans already. Well, because the cesareans were years prior. Uh, I believe like three or four years prior. And because the reasons for the cesareans weren't trouble. Yeah. You know. I and, she, and she was healthy and good weight and no other risk factors. Like the only risk factor that this mother had was the two prior cesareans. And I'm more conservative with them. So that means like if the baby's showing any trouble, <laughs> if the labor isn't humming along nicely, you mm-hmm. know, like. Yeah, you're not going to let it happen no, if there's no, 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 trouble no. afloat. Right. And we have to make sure we get ultrasounds to make sure that the placenta is in the right place. Because especially when you have multiple cesareans your risk for the placenta to embed around the scar where the, where the babies came out is higher. And that is a huge fucking risk. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got to know where that placenta is yeah. if you're going to deliver at home. Right. Yeah. I don't think I've had a client with two C-sections yet. I think just one. I've had a couple of V-backs, but not two. They're sweet, aren't they? Yeah. It's really cool. It's, they're so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. For, I mean, I still cry at most births. Yeah. I'm a very uh, empathetic crier, so I will cry with people if they're crying. But yeah, they're pretty special. They are. What's mm-hmm. your favorite? <sighs> One of your favorites. One of Let, my... Let's, disclaimer. Okay. We don't have a favorite. No, but I would say... So I have two favorite birth... Ex- two quotes here. Birth experiences and one's in the hospital as a doula mm-hmm. and, and one's at home. And so... The home birth is actually my wifey, Angela, Richie's sister. I know her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's well known. Um, It was just, so I was a little, I was kind of nervous going into her delivery because one, she was due, um, I think she was due early in November, but she delivered early and like early enough where it was safe to be at home. But I was also pregnant at the time. So we were pregnant together and you know, whenever you care for your friends, you're more nervous about yes. the outcome because you have an emotional connection with them already. You love them. So like, I'm even more cautious than I already am about a hemorrhage because that's my fucking friend yeah. <laughs> right there. And um, so I wasn't the uh, primary midwife. I was actually a student at the time, but I um, was acting as primary midwife at that point in my in my studies. Mm -hmm. So I did the whole, I did everything, you know, pretty much while my preceptor held back and she was assisting me. Sweet. Um, But it was just, it was really great. So that night before she went into labor, I just knew she was going to have the baby. I I, could smell birth Mm -hmm. before I went to bed that night. And so I had a feeling and sure enough, she calls me, I think around, I don't know, 11 or 12. And I head out to her and I get there and, and things are starting to get active and um, she tries to get in the shower and she hates it. And we're just in her bedroom and her bathroom and and then all of a sudden we get to transition and she turns into a fucking animal, like <laughs> beast growling. She bit my shoulder. Awesome. I know, kind of. And I made, I like <laughs> made her, bruise. yeah, I made her husband step in and he like puts a towel around it. Like he was prepared right. for this. Cause he know what, he knows what she's like in bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he saw her in the first labor, so he knew what to expect from this one. And she had tried to tell me before delivery that you know that she's crazy when she's in labor I didn't believe her now I know yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway it was just really really intense there 
and her labor was pretty short. Um, it wasn't that long at all. Oh, no and, wonder she was biting. Oh yeah. It went really fast. This kid, like <laughs> this kid just wanted out. Um, and so we get to the point where we're close to pushing and she's on her hands and knees on the bed and I'm sitting on a yoga ball behind her. Mind you, I'm eight months pregnant at this point. So I was due in a month. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm sitting behind her on the ball and I'm like waiting to provide some perineal support when the head's coming and and she's making some grunting sounds and then all of a sudden the head just flies out of her. Like I there was no so usually whenever usually whenever the head's coming down, you know, through the vaginal canal, you can see some bulging, mm-hmm. you know, of of the tissue of the vulva. Zero. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for that head to shoot out like it did. And she said herself that she felt the baby like push off of her fundus just or like push off the top of her uterus. He was like diving out of her. And so his head came out. I was like, oh, shit, the the head. And so like I put my hands up to catch him. And then, you know, next contraction happens right away. And he flies out into my hands. And um, I like put him between her legs. And I was like, here, Ange, get your baby. Mm -hmm. She's like, I can't. I'm still contracting. And she's shaking. And so I'm just like holding him between her legs and until she's ready to get him. And it was just so sweet because I couldn't be there for her first baby because she was in a different state. And so to not only get to be there and to spend her whole pregnancy with her and my pregnancy with her too, but to like get to deliver my little like honorary nephew type baby and then, you know, like get to see her do that and it was really 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 special and that's probably fucking awesome. my most favorite one we do need that category that friends and family category of I favorites do. yeah because those are extra special sweet in a different way too yeah they are like i don't i can't think of another home birth that really trumps that one because it was just so great and just everything was like everything was perfect you know oh, like even better the heart tones it was a butter birth as we call it like mm-hmm. heart tones are great the whole time she barely tore um, the postpartum was easy. He latched right on. Like it was just oh, easy peasy. Awesome. So anyway, that's my most favorite. I love birth. that. Yeah. Right on. I had a birth recently where it was during the tornado and that baby just came in like three hours. And also if, uh, the dad was a new parent, his first, and it was her third and her other two had been born with uh, numbing medication, right? Mm-hmm. So she was also experiencing her body doing it on its own and no meds. And she was just in disbelief the whole time. And I loved it. It was so cool. She's like, are you sure? Are you sure I'm in labor? Are you yeah. sure? And it was, and then she'd you know, go into the zone. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're doing it. This is so great. And like her contraction pattern was like really close together. And the baby sounded awesome. And then just to watch her and her kids and the father of the baby just being awe at the whole situation and and to watch this baby that kind of came out like a butter birth like Angela's baby right mm-hmm. so this head just like came out wrote I didn't even have to touch anything like I just watched it all happen baby came out was pink baby came out grimaced turned its shoulders and just like loop right out of there <laughs> and everything was fine and beautiful and I think that for like I think she said like for the next like hour after that, she was just like, I just can't believe this is happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I just like, did that. My baby's here, but I can't believe it just happened. Yeah. Uh, and so those, you know, when they're really proud of themselves and like, damn, my body did this. Holy shit. 
Um, those are really fun too mm-hmm. when they're like in awe at, at themselves and with, yeah. with nature and their babies. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Home birth, uh, even if it's not your first baby, especially if it's not your first baby, actually, if it's your first home birth though mm-hmm. and you know, non-medicated and you're like, whoa, why well, didn't I do that with the other ones? You well, know? <laughs> yeah, because they also have like the basis of comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have the hospital experience and then you go to birth center or home and you're just like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, it's got to be different when it's quick too, because you can actually, I feel like you can probably enjoy the moment more right when, it, right after it happens rather than be worn out after like a yes. 20 hour labor and you're just like, you're out yeah. of it. And- there's that funny moment though with the fast ones because they're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Well, well that's what I mean. Yeah. It's probably it probably doesn't seem real because it's yeah. just too yeah, much. it's so unbelievable. It's too like easy. it was yeah. inside. Yeah, your brain can't not. catch yeah. up with yeah. what your body just did. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you're right. Usually they're well rested and you know way more perky after delivery and all of that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, right on. There we go. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Join us next time where the topic is a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I forgot this was a shorty. Nobody nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's happening. Kind of like it's representational of the world today. (laughs) And birth. And birth. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right, y'all. Good night. Good night. Good morning. Peace. Peace. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Governor. <laughs> oh. Afternoon, Cheerio. Governor. Mike. <laughs> Cheerio. The Quick and Dirty Midwife Life is hosted by certified professional midwives, Jen Jester and Andy Webb. Produced and edited by Richie, the Meat Man Burke. Music created by Richie Burke and Andy Webb. This show is intended to make you laugh and maybe teach you a little. It is not intended to provide medical advice. Please consult with your health care provider regarding your own personal care.